The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 15th chapter. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. There was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country. And he began to be, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread? But I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion, and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead, and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him back safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him. But he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you and never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad. For this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. 
this is a parable about Adam and Eve and you and me, about the exit from the garden and a life of wandering. People want the pleasures and joys found in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve enjoyed a particular freedom as they tended the ground and worshiped the Lord. There was a sense of community that was joyful and at ease as the Lord would walk in the garden in the cool of the day. Our first parents found fulfillment and things were just as they should be. On this side of the forbidden tree, people still yearn for an Eden experience of freedom, joy, meaning, and community. How one seeks these is the theme of our meditation today. The prodigal son wanted to explore the world and find pleasure, meaning freedom, and relationships. He saw his father's world as imposing a certain slavery which was suffocating him. He thought he could truly find the deepest and most meaningful aspects of his desires away from his father's grasp. This yearning was so deep that he asked for his inheritance, which implied his wish for his father to be dead. The father, who was the image of slavery to the young man, was in fact completely merciful the prodigal would find that the freedom and meaning he sought away from his father's life would impose a real slavery. He would end up in poverty and the world would show no concern. He would become a servant feeding pigs. He would desire to eat what the pigs ate without anyone providing him sustenance. Instead of finding himself the prodigal lost his identity, experiencing solitude and isolation. The world outside his father's realm was a deceptive and distorted image of freedom. Such is seen in the temptation to Jesus by the devil. The devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory and he said to him, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. The prodigal's attempts to achieve his desires were misguided and tainted by sin. He wanted an unbound freedom to be an individual, to have his own life. It is the devil's trick to offer us the deepest things of life away from the Lord. Without the Heavenly Father, we never achieve the deepest things of life. The strange twist is that the devil never allows those who are enticed by him to enjoy what they seek. This is the lot of the prodigal. He ends up destitute 
as a famine adds to his own personal losses. We are all the prodigal son. As a society, we are a restless people. Studies show that a sizable percentage of people change jobs frequently. With wandering eyes and wayward hearts, people lack contentment. Many feel displaced in the world. Other places always look better. The lives of others seem more fulfilling. We are ever trying to find ourselves. Our means of doing this often spring out of sinful lust or a distrust in the Lord's care and faithfulness. We desire the characteristics of Eden, but we go about achieving those things through our own sinful devices. We indulge the flesh. We seek our own way. The parable teaches us the way back to Eden. It is not easy unlearning the way of the world and learning the Lord's steadfast and merciful way. We always think of our road to freedom as being through our own moves and decisions. We want to define our road to Eden. So in the midst of famine, poverty, and isolation, the prodigal decides that he is going to bargain with his father. He starts to see that life was better in his father's world, but he wants a bargaining chip. He will confess his sin, but he wants to be a hired hand. It isn't until he approaches his father's land that he truly learns the ways of his father. His father, after all, was the embodiment of mercy. The father's words to the other son define the Lord's Eden. You are always with me, and all that I have is yours. The prodigal son realizes that the father's mercy creates an atmosphere and a place that is joyful and free, filled with love. Love springs forward as the father tackles his son and kisses him. The son's confession is met with absolution and celebration. It is the pure recognition that in his sin he got it all wrong. Freedom, love, community, meaning, and joy, all things good and holy, are in the Father's realm. The Father's love springs in celebration as the prodigal is adorned with robe, sandals, and a ring. The way to Eden is through the passion of Jesus. The Son of God incarnate and in the flesh is God's love rushing to us. St. Paul expresses this in Romans 5. God's love is shown to us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. And we hear Jesus say in the Gospels, What do you seek? 
we want Eden. As humanity sits in spiritual poverty and famine, eyes and hearts turn to the Lord's mercy that freedom, joy, meaning, and community spring into our lives through the cross. Restoration, peace, and frolicking in the Lord's eternal Eden is what we seek, and Jesus heals us and opens the door to Eden with his holy kiss. And heaven's community celebrates. With your white baptismal robe on, and your feet fashioned for a holy journey, with the imprint of the cross defining you, Jesus joyfully draws you in. He does not entertain your sins. He runs to you. There is no time for explaining. It is a time for joy. The kiss of Jesus absolves you, and you are led to the Eucharist. Eden's peace and space is provided for us now as we feast on the gifts of the Lord's eternal love. It is the Lord's way to run to you in your time of great need as he draws you into his eternal Eden where he is always with you and all that he has is yours. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.